the vacation. What an absolutely splendid idea. Low J's Travel Tuesday. Vacay news and notes for you. We should take a trip. Should take a trip. Yes. Okay, I have I have a couple of travel things for you guys. I I have to report, Grant, that I was very happy about the gate lice or cockroach situation. I flew on December 27th and the 31st. People were not lining up and blocking the way to get on the plane when they announced. I remember that. Lice gate, you know, where they want to be right close to the line. Instead, just stay in your seat and wait till you're... I'm not. I'm not an anxious stander. Yeah, why bother? But this happens to me when other people became an anxious stander. I go, should I be? I have that like moment of panic. Like, should I? Should I? Should I? Is there something I'm missing? That's what it. That's what it does. Yeah. um, Is it makes everybody anxious? To get in line, they're like, what do they know that I don't? What? uh, uh, Am I not going to have a spot for my bag? Do I I know? Right? Do I need to get in here? You know. Well, and if nothing else gate check it it doesn't cost you anything and it's the first plane off you know it's right right there there. oh i have no problem with that situation (laughs) none whatsoever right okay so i'm at the airport on on wednesday um so bad i can't think of her name but i'm walking and i'm thinking where where's the shoe guy i know Zeno shoes is gone but i know there's this other guy who's been here forever and i see this lady I can't think of her name. Marianne, I'm sorry. I know that's not your name, but she's an airport volunteer. Mm -hmm. She's like, Lori, hey, you're here early checking out things at the airport. I hope you're here early. I said, oh, yeah. I said, I'm looking. I need my boots shine. And she goes, oh, come down here. Paul's in the middle of the main part of the airport where the food concourse is. And, and... And I said, oh, and she said, oh, I'm sorry to hear about your dad. You know, I'm really sorry to hear about your dad. And so we're just talking. She goes, and I said, Paul, is he the older gentleman? Oh, yeah, yeah. So we say goodbye. Sit down. Paul's got his World War II vet uh, hat on. And, you know, we're just talking. He, I said, Paul, I don't think you, I have had these boots cleaned since I saw you last year in December when I went out to Seattle. I said, tell me again, how old were you when you joined the military? 17. Oh, my Same God. Same age as my dad. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yes. And, you know, so we just... Just talked. warm and fuzzies as, yeah. And he started that shoe business when he was 80. I love... That's mm-hmm. cool. ...cleaning and adding polish and buffing out well, You're shoes. military, and I, I have know. such dist- distinct memories of my dad on dress inspection day getting out a shoe shine kit and spit... Sh- Shining, yeah. So you could see your face. Yeah, I've no. got a little toolbox kit. Yeah, just the shoe shine kit. Absolutely. Yeah, I miss it. I haven't done that in so long. I used to always do that. I used to sell shoes. Yeah, and so I'd bring shoes in and work Get on my own and... while I was, you know, sitting around. And I would do other random people's would bring yeah. theirs in, and I would switch them out and whatever. And I loved sometimes, it. Sometimes, like when I travel, like on the way home, I wore a pair of my leather tennies. I forget what they're called, but at the Seattle airport, then I had the had those shined and the whites cleaned up because yeah. they do that too. Oh, yeah. It renews your shoe. It does. It does. Okay. So, speaking of travel, besides getting to the airport and enjoying it early because it is fun, but I'm just going to give you five of the most crowded destinations next year 
and where you could go instead okay. as an alternative. Okay. Okay. Because there are some destinations, if you don't want crowds, you need to go at a complete opposite time of the year. Yeah. And maybe the weather won't be as optimal or whatever. But this year, the five most overcrowded tourist destinations. Um, we're going to start with Amsterdam, unfortunately. And I love Amsterdam, but even the people have, and uh, city officials, they are at a breaking point. There's too many tourists. And um, they actually have stay away campaigns. <laughs> I love that. At certain times of the year, <laughs> and it's, it, they're cracking down on people who are renting out their apartments or homes as VRBOs and Airbnbs because sometimes people have problems getting the keys. That I mean, blah blah blah. It's it's just very very overcrowded. So if you have never tried Copenhagen mm-hmm. in Denmark, you would love it. It is. Smaller crowds, yeah. Waterside architecture, so you still have that. It's just a great destination. I'm in. And you have Tivoli Gardens. Okay, I'm in. Okay, so Copenhagen done. Okay, Paris. Now, yes, next year the Olympics are going to be in Paris, and if you have a family member swimming, by all means, totally. I hope you have your reservations. Obviously, we're obviously we may or may not we're going to do the uh, Olympic trials, but we're yeah. not going to Paris. So I will I will take this note though. Next summer will be the most expensive year ever in the history of Paris to go to Paris because of the Olympics. Olympics so don't yeah. go. So don't go. Maybe don't go that and um, where you could go instead. Yeah. Tell me that's Bordeaux. Okay. Which has historic museums, beautiful parks, beautiful architecture, and many of the parks are riverside. Okay, you love Paris. Would you switch up Paris for Bordeaux then? Yeah. Yeah, for something different. Or you could go to the south of France. But yeah, you know when Paris sometimes is a really amazing time of the year is to go in April. Yeah. Or go in October. They always put out their heat lamps and blankets and put the awnings out if the weather is coolish. Listen, if anyone knows how to pivot and a weather changing thing in Paris, it's you. Well, that's just the Parisians. They want to sit outside. Venice. Venice is so overcrowded, you guys. I was... I always hated when the they started sending the cruise ships in because that just um, really clogged it. But too many tourists and... Now what they're going to do is they're going to charge a daily fee to people coming into the city and they're going to limit tour groups Mm -hmm. to 25 people and no more bullhorns. Okay. Okay. People are going to have to have what they have on Viking River Cruises with the headsets that give the talking. That makes a lot more sense. But a motor coach is 50 people, so... You're going to have to split these because it really is. If you run into much. a tourist group, yeah. it just is a clogger. Yeah, and it changes the vibe <laughs> yeah. quite a bit. Athens. Athens is insane in season. There are so many people and you cannot believe how hot it is in the Acropolis. Okay, where do we go instead of Athens? You could go to Istanbul. Oh. It's cheaper. It's less crowded. Great architecture. Straight up. All right. Okay. I mean, these are like the hottest tips for somebody out of my price range. Barcelona. (laughs) 
Barcelona yeah. on a hot day packed with tourists is misery, even for the poor stand-up artists that are doing the photos. There's a lot of petty crime oh. in the high season on La Rambla. La Rambla. It's That's, the main yeah. street. So you definitely wear your backpack on the front of yourself. Yes, you look okay. like a baby Bjorn at all yes. times. And um, the, the city is starting to, because they also have cruise ships. And so Barcelona is thinking about limiting the number of visitors. But it's become more and more expensive. And it is so charming. You could go off season. But... An alternative would be to head to Bilbao, which is surrounded by lush mountains, and it's home to the iconic Guggenheim Museum. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. Just some ideas. Um, that is, like, insanely crazy to be thinking about, like, the constant people and 50 people rolling up in a bus, blowing up your spot. So yeah. it's like, I think... It's a very reasonable bait and switch or some trade-offs. Go some other places or go to these destinations in the off-season. Love and that. just know that you will have to pack a better coat Yeah, than you might have packed. Um, but September is just as busy of a season. It's a f- falsehood to think that European summers are just June, July, and August. It definitely goes into September. So they're not like Minnesota where we have... One month of pure heaven. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's your Travel Tuesday for today. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Lori here for Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters. All right. We have exciting news for you guys. So Chan Hassan, the Carol King uh, musical, it's called Beautiful. The Carol King musical is opening March 1st. It is such an amazing show. I saw this when it came here a couple of years ago. It's 1958, and 16-year-old Carol King wants to go to New York City to sell a song to Don Kirshner. It is like, it reminded me of Jersey Boys in that she is such a compelling, amazing songwriting story, history, and the people she worked with, and it is just fantastic. This is the first... um, uh, it's a it's the regional premiere for the Chan producing it, and an, they're bringing in the woman who played Carol King on Broadway, Monet Sable. Sable. So it's just going to be awesome. It's fantastic. ChanHastonDT.com, March first. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Well, it's Britney's random thoughts. It, and we are random. I have so many things built up 
for the past like two weeks that I have to tell you guys about. First one, uh, Lori brought to my attention: the Como Zoo's van becomes a viral star. Yes. Now, if you're I on, this. if you're on TikTok at all, you have seen these. Uh, this woman walk away. She's got a very beautiful short little dress on, and she takes her long nails and she'll hit the tires of Mercedes and go Mercedes like. Yeah. You know, I don't have... Very AMSR. Yes, yes, yes. He'll... Oh, yeah. Yes. Mercedes. Uh-huh. And she'll do that. So as like a kind of tit for tat, we have this hilarious... Her name's Ashley Verdeck. She uh, runs uh, Como's uh, socials. And she did, uh, you know, a tit for tat of going through. So if she'd hit on the tires, she, the lady would say, Mercedes. <laughs> and this Ashley would go tiger van and like hit the van in whatever ways with in her a, nails in a very exaggerated minnesota yeah. accent it's a tiger van yeah tiger van tiger van why didn't i see this earlier i laughed it, about it thank you richard chin at the star Tribune for writing yeah it. there's a whole write-up she's hilarious she's amazing it's going super viral definitely worth checking out like you said uh grant posted this for us so very minnesotan perfection perfection mercedes mm-hmm. um Okay, I told my as I was driving my parents around. We we're about to go to hit up Shields as an Eden Prairieite does. Love Shields. Shields. Oh. Shields. It's like the sports. Like it's like a Dick Sporting Goods, oh, but it's okay. Shields. Shields. Yeah, 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 yeah. E E L S. So the best store in the world. I don't know why we love walking around there. There's dogs. There's a fish tank. It's a whole thing. I don't know why we don't even. We don't know buy things sometimes. We don't either. We just bring the dogs. I know. So uh, you can bring your dogs in yeah. Shields. Yes. Oh, yeah. Which Go Go like on a bad day if Go Go's losing her mind. I'm like we're going to Shields. We'll get in the car, walk around, and just woof 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 at all the random and dogs. That makes her happy. That makes her happy. Yeah. Um. And we were. I was like, I gotta grab gas soon. And my mom was like, Oh, I just filled up your car because they were here for the week using my car. And they go, I never can remember which side the gas tank is on. I go. Mom, did you look on your thing? Look on your okay. If you're driving now, all you do is do a quick, quick glance. Do a quick glance because if you're driving, obviously get your eyes back on the road. Quick glance down to where it says, you know, the level of fuel you have. Yeah. There'll be a little gas tank, and next to it is an arrow. <gasps> Yeah, and it points to which side your on. gas tank no is on. Way. I had to learn this with rental cars because no I drove way. rental cars, and finally, some nice man at a gas station. <laughs> Said to me, it'll yes. always say. And I said, I'm in a rental car and I don't know. And he says, See this thing? And he showed me. And it, yeah, so I got, you just clued in all kinds of people, including Grant. Hey, Grant, it will change your life. How old, how old were you when you realized this? 39 years old. That is awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah I was in my been 20s. for quite a while. Oh, yeah. I was in my 20s, and I was it was a military car, and yeah. I go, I don't know which one. Oh, and the lady I was with taught me this, yeah, and I was forever changed. Yeah. It's oh. not some of and most of them have an arrow, but if they don't, they also have the little handle of the yes, tank. Yes. It'll be on that side. But they're, 90% of cars have a little arrow and will tell you which side. And is it's it. almost always on the driver's side. What, really? It is almost always because mine's on the passenger. Usually. Very unusual. As an Audi, so maybe that's yeah. Maybe maybe that's like some kind of a special. Um, I don't know. Is an Audi there? German? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I thought I didn't know if that maybe had something to do Thank with it. Thank you for that. You're mm-hmm. so honestly. Thought, that's a game changer. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. We're all. I cannot wait till I rent a car and go left side. Or even right if side. you're like grab Lily's car and you can't remember, it'll oh, yeah. be right, right there. Right. Um. 
Oh, I love that. Which, of course, you should fill up her gas tank because we always appreciate when somebody else does. That's true. Um, okay. Uh, it's National Introvert Day. I don't think either three of you of us could celebrate. Um, does anybody recognize as an introvert? No. Okay, Grant? As I get older, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I do say it changes because um, my husband is like, this is his whole career is like the categorizing of people. He worked for Myers-Briggs. We talked about it today. Oh, I took yeah. that test. I'm, That's cool. Do you know your... I'm a high D and an I. Or that might have been the disc. I I can't remember my Myers-Briggs uh, results. Cool. Um, But yeah, I, I can never remember mine either. And I literally will text Jess and go, give me my Myers-Briggs, Myers-Briggs. and he'll, he'll spit it out for me. But uh, happy introvert day. Um, Just remember, a lot of times introverts get categorized as kind of like they'll have a picture of somebody jumping in the sky and that's an extrovert. And the introvert is, you know, this little ball. They get the bad rap sometimes. And the reality of it is it's just how you recharge. You can be super social and you charge alone and then you're an introvert. So sometimes they get a bad rap in reality. They're just people that sometimes like at a party, they might uh, take a quick break uh, outside yeah. On their phones for a little bit, and then they'll come in full force. Yeah. Right, they can be very social. Mm-hmm. All right, I like this. So Mickey Mouse, I don't know if you guys know this. There's certain uh, copyrights that eventually expire, and one of them is Steamboat Willie. Do you remember the old picture of Mickey Mouse Steamboat Willie? I do. The new one is so much more improved. I never <laughs> liked that Steamboat Willie guy. Yeah. He gave me the creeps. Well, you're. <laughs> They're going to lean into it. So that copyright has expired, which means... we can all use it. We can all use it, which they're already making horror films, (gasps) just like they do with Pooh when his trademark expired. So get ready for a lot of spooky, crazy things with Steve. Willie just looks so old-fashioned. The way it's drawn, everything. And Popeye kind of looks old-fashioned. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, The over-exaggerated. I was not attached to Steamboat William. I am not attached. (laughs) One way at all. And which is for the best, because literally they have already people that are green-lighting murder movies with Steamboat Willie masks. And and that's why, because he is slightly scary. He is slightly scary. The new Mickey was like way more like a happy mouse. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Yeah. uh, and then this last story I wanted to tell you guys about, I think we're all going to love uh, this, this Christmas miracle. So there was this cat this family had who disappeared. His name is Wesley. He disappeared in June. And when I tell you that he strolled up on Christmas morning oh my gosh. for this family to lose their minds oh my gosh. and said it was the best Where Christmas. Where had he been? Well, who knows? That's the thing about cats. You know. Was who? he skinny? Uh, they no, they matted. No, he, he's got short hair, black cat, a tuxedo oh. cat, so has the little white on their nose. Um, and uh, they uh, were pretty stoked about it. If they were in a cold area, I'm sure he was eating good, but wow, yeah. that is amazing. Yeah, so that was, uh, was absolutely the highlight. Okay, I'll give you one more quickly. This is actually a travel story to ha- watch out for a 16 year old flying home solo on Frontier Airlines ends up in Puerto Rico instead of Ohio. He got to the gate early, and there was two planes leaving from that gate, and he rushed in, and he was 16 years old, and he, he said, am I late for the plane? They said, no, no, you can still get on. Gets on the plane, ends up in Puerto Rico instead of Ohio because they didn't check his ticket. Oh, 
that happened. Or they checked it, but they didn't. That just happened with a six-year-old on Spirit. Spirit. That, that's like, but that, but that was, was Orlando. Really you're a company. Orla- yeah, you're a company. You're a yeah. company. Minor. You can travel alone when you're 16. This, yeah. this one, yeah. And that, that one at least was Florida, but it was terrible. Yeah, though. Orlando the six, and Fort Myers. Yeah, yeah. Difference. But this was Puerto Rico and Ohio. Yeah, that's a bigger difference. But I want to have to ask you guys, at what point in the flight... Does he realize this? Uh, right? One hour in, two landing. hours. When they're landing. But I'm sure it's a longer flight. Yeah, he probably like me slept through the whole... He had his AirPods in, sleeping away. Yeah, just... Man. Goes in the bathroom. Asking for double snack. Right? <laughs> Not paying any attention. That's me. Yeah, or if you looked at the little, like, flight, the little picture of the right. flight landing somewhere, no, you're like... you didn't even look at it. You're right. Yeah. You know, All right, those are your random thoughts. If, if he got onto baby. that flight incorrectly, there's no way he's looking at that in-flight right. projector. But yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> thank Funny. you. Thank you, Brittany. Not a yes, problem. Thank you, Brittany. That was hilarious. Those are great. Hey, everybody. Lori and Julia here, although Julia isn't here, but I'm speaking for her anyway. For Hammernecks Interior Flooring Solutions, they have the largest selection of hardwood flooring in the Midwest. And if you didn't know that, you do now. They have so many kinds of woods the styles, the textures to choose from. They have complimentary design services that can help you choose the best flooring for your home and have it installed. And they also specialize in refinishing and repairing older floors years ago when the slats were really um, narrow, but maybe you've had some damage to a spot and you want to retain the luster of your home from whatever year it is. They can do that. And they can restore those current hardwood floors to look absolutely brand new. They've got four locations. They're in Hudson, they're in St. Paul, they're in New Hope, and they're in Rochester. Learn more at hammernicks.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. There it is. If you stayed in on uh, New Year's Eve evening, uh, Sunday night, I guess that was. Yeah. Is that when that was? Sunday night, yeah. Uh, you know that in New York, after the ball drops, that everybody sings and sways along to, to New York. Frank's yes. version of it. And um, uh, it was so fun. I was happy to have live TV because I, I was like, if I'm going to be flying on New Year's Eve, I do want to watch Andy and uh, Anderson Cooper. And I also want to check uh, the Nashville live show and yeah. i want to see who's uh, ryan seacrest got on well and now this year i realized why there wasn't an nbc thing because football of the football game because yeah. miley they didn't do her show and that's the one i've liked the last two years was yeah miley, miley cyrus has had a terrific new year's eve show yeah, yeah. she's a great host and i think you know maybe you know new year's eve was probably maybe less more quiet than a lot of bars and restaurants might have hoped because Sunday night. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, and people are like, whatever. But um, uh, after I got done bawling my eyes out over the end memoriam. You know, as one does. As one does. They always put it in the (laughs) middle of the show. Uh, And and Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen. uh, Andy is always a troublemaker and stirring the pot. (laughs) He's a little devil and I love him. He really is. And they 
had a thing where they talked to John Mayer, who was obviously doing concerts in Japan. Mm-hmm. And Andy Cohen is famously good friends with John Mayer. He's a huge Dead & Company fan. And John Mayer is sitting at a place called the Cat Bar yeah, in Tokyo. And we've posted the video in case you didn't see it, because it is like a flipping three-hour show, which lasted my whole plane ride, so it was kind of perfect. That um, is fun. It was, and I was just going back and forth, saw Jelly Roll. And so were you watching play, it on the back of a... Live TV uh, right on the plane. That's wild. Yeah. I need to fly more. I do not experience that in my life. Like, when you were saying and, that, I thought you were watching it on your phone No, live. no, I'm watching it from my my... My first class seat that I got upgraded to. There were so few people flying that oh, my hell yeah status got me upgraded. Yeah. That's a to, very Lori move, right isn't there. it? Though, but anyway, I um um so I'm flipping back and forth, and then you know they're like we're right back with John Mayer at the cat bar, and they come back, and John Mayer he's just sitting at the bar. You can see <laughs> the Sapporo, mm-hmm. which is a beer brand, Love it. and some other tap beers, and then there. Were, Nothing but orange. Garfield looking cats. There were Cal- so many Cal- cats. Calicos, but so they were many all cats. orange. Yeah, like so many cats. So many cats. And there were like three of them, and all of them had their tails pointed straight up in the air. <laughs> so from the camera angle, they looked like furry dildos. Yeah. And Anderson Cooper could not contain himself. And once he starts, he starts. So we're just going to listen to a little of this. But if you watch it, if you need a little giggle today, (laughs) honestly, this is kind of an infectious thing. Cat Cafe in Tokyo. John, (laughs) this doesn't look sanitary, John. John. You know what? I believe it passes all health codes. I think it's just fine. (laughs) Yes, we are at a cat bar. It's called Cats in the Box in Tokyo. Cats in the Box. Celebrating New Year's. We're already halfway through the first day of 2024. John. I'm here with um, Shin and five other proprietors of the bar. Talk to me about this bar. You're in the bar. And there are cats everywhere. Yes. They are licking each other. There are cats. They are, I mean, yes. Yes, this is a and yeah. This is a place you can come, enjoy a drink or two, and uh, talk to cats. It's a cat and, bar. I mean, I don't John, know how much more clear I can be. And the cats are all walking around with their tails straight in the air, butt in his face. Yeah, there's a the butt in his face. John, cat right in the face. I, I, I can't Japan. see Anderson, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, 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 you do. Yes, you do. He's off camera. He's off with the fairies here. Um, Just the shot of the cat's ass in your face is making him delirious. Um, Yes, he is now. Now, oh, you have John. Do you have catnip there or cat food that you're giving the cat? Well, Amy, Amy, I got to be honest with you. I thought these were solid treats. This seems to be a paste yeah. of some kind that you feed the cats directly from a tube. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so now, it turns John, out this is just he's oh. straight faces you can I be too. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, Anderson Cooper, 364 days of the year, he is a serious investigative reporter. Oh. He has a really amazing uh, show uh, talking about grief. CBS Sunday Morning, he played a 
did a very poignant statement about how much people uh, stuff and put away their grief. And, you know, he his father was 10 when he died. And Anderson Cooper, I think, was in his late teens when his brother, at the age of 20 or 21, threw himself out of their penthouse window in front of his I don't think Anderson saw it, but his mother, Gloria Vanderbilt. Wow. And he said, I have spent so many years. I involve myself in other grief. I go to war zones. I go to terrible places. But it was really, you know, moving. His, he said, oh, he's, so, he's, he's so good. But he's just like, I'm really trying to. I've done so much avoiding of my own grief. And he's going through his mom's things. And um, maybe we'll play it tomorrow I, she saved everything, you know, love letters from Frank Sinatra. And I know he's written books. So I just get a kick out of oh. him the one day of the year. And they brought back, they could, they did a couple of shots of tequila. Mm-hmm. And, and Anderson Cooper absolutely hates it. And oh, he's, he looks like, Why does miserable. Like this? But he just gets lightly inebriated. And he, and then the other thing. He got the giggles about, but the cat thing was so funny because all these cats walking around with their tails straight up. It was so funny. And I know the guy next to me thought I was crazy. I'm laughing. I'm crying. You know, you know, you were all over the board. I'm I, all over the board. I thought they were they were so funny. I watched me and my stepdad because I don't know where my mom and husband, they were running around the house doing stuff. And me and my stepdad were like, Let's, I was like, you just got to watch a little bit a of little this. A little bit of it. And we had gone from a different show. We were laughing so hard. And then at some point, Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers came on. Hilarious. And they're going on and on about, you know, pop culture. They have a, a, a they have, they do some stuff together and focus on a pop culture. So him, Andy, Bowen, uh, and Matt Rogers are all talking. And Anderson Cooper goes, I feel like a straight man right now. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> he was just not understanding anything they were saying. And it was so funny. There were so many funny parts. Yeah, then they had the actor, the same actor who, I forget who he was last year, but they had like um, the frozen, long dead John Astor who died in the Titanic come up on the stage and talk to him. And that guy was a very funny improv with everything everything that he was saying. But it, it was, and then he also had a hilarious reaction to Nicki Minaj. She was on Andy Cohen like the week before Christmas and Andy asked her what her New Year's resolution was and she said it's keep my foot on the bitch's neck, she said. <laughs> and Anderson hey. Cooper didn't know he goes, What? What did she say? And he said, Keep my foot on these on these bitches necks. I love that. And 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 Anderson is like what? Who's she referring to? What is she talking about? And then he got the giggles Giggle. the as giggles Andy so tried hard. to explain, explain to him, and it made no sense. Just like the cats at the cafe, it was it was enjoyable. It's fun watching them laugh. It's fun watching them drink. Last year they weren't allowed to drink. I know, and it was and bad. It was it was bad. Andy was still inappropriate but sober, and it was annoying. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, at BravoCon, he got quoted by saying, "CNN better let daddies uh, have their juice." Yeah. And that really started a conversation a couple months ago, saying we better let them drink. And finally, they got to do their shots, and it was it's just totally two friends. So this is the dynamics between 
that crazy outgoing friend yes. and that straight-laced friend and watching them together yeah. is, we all just find that to be so heartwarming. Yeah, and oh, Ryan Seacrest was over there um, with his velvet tuxedo and yeah. then a pair of black gloves. So he kind of looked like a guy was going to park cars <laughs> at a fancy hotel. But, you know, he's just a good MC keeping things moved he around. Is. But when Jelly Roll performed, yeah. and he's got, like, it's, what a voice. But when Ryan came out to thank him, Jelly Roll was so enthusiastic I've been watching new Dick Clark New Year's Eve since I was a little boy. He picks up Ryan Seacrest That's like he's a feather. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and Ryan is his arms and legs are kind of because the jelly rolls a big man. Yeah. He's like spread out on him like a starfish. I, and and jelly roll is just bouncing yeah. him on his belly. I liked when that happened. Here's what I have with Ryan Seacrest is he is so polished. He is. He doesn't give us no, a lot. No. And I like when things like that happen because it shows a little bit of personality. Yes. And that's I'm I that's the kind of TV I like watching. Yeah. I like the errors. I like the I, I don't the know giggles. how Rita Ora got the other job. I don't know either. You know? It's, uh, yeah. Like, it's fine. And he's, I, I mean, I, I would love if Ryan Seacrest would break his facade a little bit more. And that kind of stuff. But that's why he didn't work out on Kelly. I know. He, he's he, just, he never. He's, he doesn't give much. He doesn't. He, he's the perfect host and MC. Yeah, he really yeah, is. You know, although I know a lot of people who are not happy about him doing so. Uh, Jeopardy. Is it Jeopardy that he's doing? Wheel that? of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I'm a big wheel person. And I personally. Will you keep, will it keep you from watching it? it will keep, I'm going to try it. You'll try it. But I'm probably not going to stick with it because. Pat Sajak well, we was just, really don't like change, do we? No, we don't. <laughs> and with something like that, with Pat being there for so long, I just don't know how I'm going to do it. I hope yeah. they involve Vanna a little bit more. Give me some Vanna. Yeah, all right. There yeah. you go. Yeah. All right. I, it doesn't matter to me either way, but I did <laughs> hear out in Seattle from some people who are regular... Wheel watchers? Wheel watchers. Yeah. They are skeptical. I am too. <laughs> okay. You know what? I think he's going to do fine because I, I think he's so vanilla, it'll be just it'll fine. Be just I'm fine. actually <laughs> impressed that his brain can handle such vanilla situations yeah. over and over right again. Yeah. All right. Well, again, you guys, we've got a pair of wild tickets that we're going to be giving away. You're going to be going on January 8th. Dang. At the Excel, playing Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. So it should be a good game and... I mean, I don't, I don't mean to like. I don't want to quote uh, the Real Housewives of New York ladies, but I've known, and so have many other women in Minnesota and men have known, hockey games are excellent places to meet guys. Absolutely, <laughs> Ranger games. Ranger get her games to the Ranger game. You need to get to a wild game. We're gonna take care of you sometime in the next hour. All right, we'll be right back. Twenty twenty four. Would you know who I am speaking about if I gave you this headline, New Year Old D? Uh, okay, I'm guessing this. <laughs> New Year Old D. TJ Holmes and Amy Ravick. No. J-Lo and Ben Affleck. No, uh, New Year Old D Miami. Wow. Who is the couple... Who pretty public about breaking oh, up? Oh, Kim Zolciak and Craig oh. no. no, Miami is no, key. Miami. New oh, yeah, Year, they're Atlanta. They're Atlanta. New Year, old D. In fact, just a day before <gasps> New oh. Year's Eve, she was arguing with fans on Insta. Mm. 
Cardi B and oh, Offset. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, these two. This has been a weird uh, breakup. Yeah, she confirmed they'd broken up. Yeah. It's been weeks since they were seen together. They've She confirmed it on social media. Her mood, she was happy. She was upbeat. Then, Grant, I think you told us last week, or the week before, that they were both performing at two different clubs in the same, <laughs> same hotel in Miami. Yeah, that was awkward. Yeah, And I was happy for her because after so many years with him, and she was in her 20s when she got together with him, and they do have the three kids, but I, I, it made sense for her to let him go as she got into her 30s. Yes. And yes. all of his BS. And his nonsense. His nonsense. And then it was announced they were both performing. <laughs> and even though, you know, like I said, she argued with people in comments in 2023, the last day of 2023, that she to shut up and she wasn't with him. She let it be known. She got together with him on New Year's Eve. Oh. So New Year old D. God, you know what though? We've all been there. We have <laughs> something we have. about New Year's Eve. You have yes. a panic moment. You look back at your life, especially you, you do that retrospect of well, last year I was with Jason, and I, and I feel like last year I was doing better. Now this year I'm single. You're like maybe I should maybe I should text Jason. Yeah, then you get a couple it's drinks and you go. It's not fresh, but it's familiar. It's familiar. And last year was I think I was. You went better because you you put everything on a pedestal. Were yeah. you doing better last year? No. Yeah. Jason was a cancer in your right. life. Just remember, everybody, January kicks in like a moody biatch. Yeah. Okay? It's a rough show. It's I, a I, rough. I, yeah. And, and it's a... It's, it's, Expectations versus reality. It's That's a D a hard of a one. month. It is, is a D is. of a month. And you know what? It's okay to fall on old D. Yeah. Hey, yo, I love you, what you, you use, did there. Use some D as crutches. But... And it gets dull fast, so I'm expecting yes. the permanent breakup in February. Yeah, we can't we can't carry this energy over to February. Yeah. February is when actual things happen. This is the opposite of a rom com. Oh. This is like a lifetime movie. It's this gonna is a end horror badly. movie. Yeah. This is an actual horror movie that we've all been through. Right. We've all backslid. We have. And, and it's easy to do on New Year's Eve. Oh, there's something about it. Yeah. It's something about waking Very up. Good. Waking up with that. Glitter in your hair in that person's bed that doesn't have an, his own. He only has one towel in his bathroom. Right. Got a mattress on the floor. Uh, yeah, he doesn't even have a headboard. Uh, flannel right. sheets. Come on. Come on. Come on. So okay, uh, here's one. Um, a source uh, told People Magazine, so the source is coming... From the celebrity, Ariana Grande, quote unquote, is serious with Ethan Slater. She loves being with him. I'm sorry for her. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, I just want her to be like, she's been through so many things. And Mm. I, I don't know. She is. She's she's. I just don't think she's over Mac Miller. That's always what I think. Yes, I agree with you one thousand. I don't think she will ever be over him. Yeah, even though they did break up. She needs to go to therapy and quit dating people and marrying people for a while and date herself. I know. Good call. Yeah, I think you're right there. Because when I was rewatching, I don't know why I got down a weird rabbit hole of rewatching their performances together. They had something pretty electric. Yeah, his drug use, I think, is what's 
them up. Yeah. Woke them up and scared her away a little bit. And, and then he, she bounced into the BDE of Pete Davidson, Pete which Davidson. I could see. And then she, remember they were engaged I after know. like a month or two. Yeah. They got a pot pig together. Yeah, that's oh. right. What happened to that pot pig? God pig? only knows. I don't know who's Pete's looking out. mom has it. I don't know who's looking out for that pig. Yeah. But I can tell you this is like, like there are people in our lives where we go, we're just not right now. You always think, we're meant to be together, but just yeah. not right now. And when he died, I think that shook her world yeah. because I think she thought they were going to get back together. Yep. And I, I agree. Ethan, her co-star in Wicked, and yeah. who was the star of SpongeBob Side Piece, <laughs> if you look at him and you crop the hair away, he looks just like her brother Frankie. Yeah, Which There is a connection there, yeah. That's not great. No. That's not great. No, no. I mean, two marriages had to end to make this mess happen. And the baby was 10 months. Ariana befriended the wife. This one is as messy as the Amy TJ thing. I know. And so it is interesting to me when people, you know, like there's this much heartache and this much mess. Then they really, she's gone out of her way to go to People Magazine to let them know, you know, she's all happy. I want to say like, all right. If this is the guy you want to be with, be with him. Like, now we just let it go. We've all had our big what the heck. Because I think it'll fizzle out once that drama of protecting yeah. your relationship well, is gone. they have the movie, you know. I know. And the part two. That's and part, part one. two. They still have the film part two. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. And and uh, Ariana is not Taylor Swift. She's not going to dump somebody over his problematic past. No. No. I think... But I think she'll, I think, again, once the haze of, like, fighting for the relationship, the, the Romeo and Juliet the effect. orgasmic haze yeah. and, yeah, no and one like, believes in us. Yeah, we can fight and we'll show them. Yeah. I think once we accept them, I think she'll kind of look, she'll roll over in bed and go, who the heck is this guy? Okay. She's so cute. Um, let's see. Jennifer Lopez has a comeback single that is coming out called Can't Get Enough. And it has no fewer than 10 songwriters. Oh, God. Including the people who wrote the original songs used to construct this hybrid song. When is the last time she had a real hit? Long time. It's been a long it's time. It's a pit bull time. Yeah. On the floor. You know, when she does a collab with somebody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her new album, This Is Me Now, is loaded with sample. One song has 16 writers. <laughs> Another, a sample of Chris Isaac's song, has 10. There's a reworking of Superstar by Leon Russell. And I just say, here's to all the people who have to listen to hundreds of old songs to find snippets for J-Lo. I know. To weave into her. You Did you read the Mar- is- Mariah Carey book? I did not. Okay. I did not ring. I did not watch or read that little song. Anyways, she kind of hints at J-Lo. does not like, you know, she not, you know, does not, I don't even think she names her, but. Probably not. Yeah. There's some, I I don't, I think J-Lo's got talent, but I don't, it doesn't have to be in singing and that's okay. Oh, we're going to get a movie, a song. This is me. I want her to have a hit though, because I love Jenny from the block. We'll stay tuned. I'm ready, Jenny, J-Lo. Can't get enough. I can. I can.